podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 7th of November. Julian Lopetegui has been appointed as new manager of Wolves. The Spanish coach has always been first choice for the vacancy and has finally been installed five weeks after previous manager Bruno Large was relieved of his duties. Wolves currently sit 19th in the Premier League, only above Nottingham Forest on goal difference. Arsenal remain top of the league following an impressive 1-0 win away at Chelsea. A Gabriel goal with half an hour remaining gave the Gunners a vital three points and keeps the pressure on title favourites Man City, who themselves beat Fulham thanks to a 95th minute Erling Haaland penalty. Despite their league position, Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta was keen to play down his side's title challenge this season. He said, We are getting really good results right now, but this is long. Meanwhile, Chelsea boss Graham Potter said, The effort was there, we were just beaten by the better team. Elsewhere in the Premier League this Sunday, Liverpool bounced back from the loss against Leeds last weekend by beating Spurs 2-1 in North London. Unai Emery got his Aston Villa career off to a flyer as they beat a lacklustre Man United 3-1 at Villa Park. Newcastle continued their phenomenal form by breezing past Southampton 4-1 away. That result is said to have put Saints manager Ralph Hasenhutl in trouble. And a very, very late deflected Michael Elise strike gave Palace all three points against West Ham at the London Stadium. Those are your headlines. Let's start with Wolves, shall we? We don't often talk about them on the show. They're having a tough time this season, but they've finally got a new manager in. He's an elite manager. He is certainly an upgrade on having zero manager, so that's something. And I think he's an upgrade on Bruno Large. Time will tell, of course. Let's talk to Tom Parry. He's a actor, comedian, writer, director, but most importantly for us, he is a Wolves fan. I guess I'd say relief is the first feeling uh, that we've sorted the situation out and we've got an elite manager in. I mean, he has got proper pedigree. And I think looking across, obviously looking across the way at Villa, he replaced their manager so quickly and got Unai Emery in, someone real calibre, but did it really quickly. It's mental that we kind of sacked Bruno and then weren't able to land, you know, someone. So, first of all, huge relief. And obviously, Lopetegui, like, he's, He's managed Spain, and I, I know it's funny because I know I remember that clearly, like Spain sacking him at, pretty much at the World Cup, and then him struggling at Real Madrid. But nevertheless, he's a manager that Real Madrid wanted them to go and manage him. Spain wanted them to take him to a World Cup. He took Spain to a World Cup. You know, it's like that is exciting to have a manager of that caliber at Wolves. Uh, they clearly wanted him for a long time, and I think. The way they've got him is by telling him he's going to have a lot of money to spend. And look, the things we've got to fix this season very quickly is we've got to fix our defence. Since we got rid of Conor Cody, mad that we shipped Conor Cody to Everton. Uh, it feels like we've just got no leadership at the back. And, you know, we were doing this thing of going from a back three to a back four. But it just feels like there isn't a system in place that the players know. So we're conceding really soft goals. We've lost our leader at the back. And then obviously famously what everyone knows about is we're struggling to score goals Jimenez you know injured a lot shadow of his former self uh, Silva we loaned out to Anderlecht was, isn't young he's, he's too young sorry he isn't ready for the premiership yet and, uh, and then you know big old Diego Costa who hasn't started to do it yet because he's not match fit and also he's old now so we do need someone up front who can properly get us goals uh, 
but I, I think he's going to spend. I mean, look, crucially, what we're after, we're after someone who's going to keep us up because all the teams around us who are also struggling are starting to get their shit together. You know, it's it's upsetting to see, but like, you know, Villa now aren't going to be down there. Leicester have turned, turned their season around already and all those teams that we thought we were in the muck with. If even Forest, you know, is starting to get some results and you just kind of go, oh, we're going to be in this bun fight. And that's the challenge is this guy's going to have to come in and adapt to being in the Premier League in what could easily be a relegation battle. That was Tom Parry. Thanks, Tom. Let's move on to Arsenal. They were very good against Chelsea. I say this every week, I think. Um, we talk about Arsenal a lot on the show because they play a lot of Sundays because they're in the Europa League on Thursday. So Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. So apologies if you uh, don't like hearing positive news against Arsenal or about Arsenal but that's how it's going to be at the moment uh, luckily Europe's on pause for a while but they were very impressive again very very solid they made Chelsea look ordinary and I don't think Chelsea are ordinary I think they're pretty decent Arsenal's togetherness is the, is the thing that is sort of eminently surprising I'm not I'm not sure why it's so surprising now but they've they've got a real strength a real core to their team a real belief uh, and, and that's what you need in those in those games where it's quite tight. I and mean, Arsenal could have scored and probably should have scored more than the one. But when it's quite tight, you need that extra something to pull you through those games. And that's what they had in Gabriel and um, Saliba. They've got what I think might be the best defensive partnership in the country right now. I mean, certainly Liverpool aren't aren't in that conversation at the moment. Man City chop and change so much the sense about it's difficult to even know what their first choice is. I mean, Stones and Akanji played at the weekend. If you were to go down the route of Laporte and, and Diaz, maybe you could make an argument for them. But for me, it's Saliba and Gabriel. They're, they're unbelievable. And from there, the whole team looks solid. They look comfortable. They look confident. And that's a huge thing to be taking with you in the Premier League. Arteta will be annoyed that there's a, a World Cup coming along to break all this up because momentum is so difficult to get in football. And Arsenal have got it. And through no fault of their own they could well lose it now because they're going to have this long break where they're not playing together so not great timing for them but superb so far this this half of the season if you like uh, I'm just impressed every time I see them let's move on to other results and specifically Liverpool really big result for them away at Tottenham here is comedian and Liverpool fan Alfie Brown well uh, that was a much better feeling uh I would also say credit has to go to whoever designed and built that beautiful stadium. It was my first time going to the not-yet-sponsored Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and it's an absolutely remarkable place to watch football. And what better thing to watch than Mo Salah uh, get those two goals? I mean, it was so predictable, having watched Tottenham this season, that they were going to be crap in the first half and brilliant in the second half. I don't know whether or not there's been some investigation by Conte in, into whether or not like it, it makes sense to just be good in the second half because if you give up momentum in the first half, it won't come back and bite you. But uh, we dominated the first half. The midfield looked better. Fabinho didn't look so leggy and tired. Thiago was great. Uh, Darwin Nunes is the most entertaining football player in the world and I could watch him play uh, for years, I never wanted to stop. Um, and then in the second half, as soon as Kulusevski came on, it changed everything. They looked so much more dangerous. He was 
always, always in space, always showing for it, constantly looking for the ball and playing uh, great passes through. The momentum, the noise in the stadium tripled as soon as he came on and we hung on and I'm very happy to hang on. I'd like to hang on throughout all of Southampton as well. Bring on the awful World Cup and uh, onwards after that. Uh, what a great time. That was Alfie Brown, comedian and Liverpool fan. And that's all we've got time for today. We'll be back same time tomorrow with more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.